0: You're listening to Our Prophet, a collaboration between Sahlein and Al Hudja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sahlein.org/support. Now, my dear brothers and sisters, Surah Al Fat. After Allah mentions the grand victory, إِنَّا فَتَحْنَا لَكَ فَتْحًا مُبِينًا What does the following verse state? لِيَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِن ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرُ So Allah forgives you two types of sins. (laughs) The sins that are from the past that you've committed before and the future sins. مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِن ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرُ how do we understand this? We know the Prophet to be infallible, ma'soom. So, what sin is Allah forgiving the Prophet? Because Allah is addressing the Prophet. We have given you a grand victory. So, Allah forgives you, Ya Rasulullah, your past sins and your future sins. What sins is Allah talking about? Idols. We have a hadith from Al-Imam Al-Rada in which he was in the presence of Al-Ma'moon and this verse was discussed and some in the gathering they said see the Prophet is not masoom because Allah says in the Holy Quran that he has past sins and future sins so Al-Ma'moon didn't know how to respond he asked Al-Imam Al-Rada you respond what do you say about that? the Imam Al-Salam in this hadith He said that Allah forgave your sins in the eyes of Quraysh because the biggest sinner in the universe in the eyes of Quraysh was who? (laughs) Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa'alehi because and what was one of his biggest sins? They believed in 360 idols on the Kaaba the Prophet rejected all of them and he said only one Lord they considered that the biggest sin because he's just throwing away our idols and he says one God that that was a big that was a big insult to their belief system so Allah protected you from Quraysh and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave that sin which they had seen as a sin through the conquest of Mecca because they all became Muslim and finally you got rid of the idols so this is one understanding of this verse another understanding is that your enemy, the Quraysh, they considered you sinful by accusing you of wanting war and corruption and breaking family ties and disrespecting Mecca. The Quraysh had made these accusations against the Prophet. Hudaybiyah showed how peaceful the Prophet was and how respectful he was to the Haram, the sacred area and Mecca. And so this alleged sin which they saw was removed by Allah because it became very clear to everyone that the accusations of the Quraysh were all false and the Prophet indeed had no sin that they had accused him of they accused him of violating Mecca he didn't they accused him of wanting war he didn't do war they accused him of cutting ties with his family he didn't so through Hudaybiyah Allah removed that sin that Quraysh was trying to impose on the Prophet Allah showed everyone that they're lying. That's the meaning of it. The third meaning that I'll share with you, we have a hadith that talks about the ta'wil of this verse. In some of our hadiths, some of our tafsir books of hadith, it says that this sin is the sin of your followers. Because the Prophet is the leader, it's addressed to him. Otherwise, it's the sin of his followers that Allah forgave through this conquest, not the sin of the Prophet himself. In any case, this verse does not indicate that the Prophet was sinful and that he was not infallible. There are ways of understanding it properly. And always, when it comes to these verses that are vague, you have to go to the Ahlul Bayt to see the proper tafsir. If we want to give our own opinions, then we are committing uh, you know, an act of violation against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because only Allah and those who are pegged in knowledge they know the true meanings of the Quran any questions about this verse by the way today you will find Muslims when you talk to them about infallibility until today they will cite this verse and they'll tell you yeah the Prophet is not even infallible because Surat al-Fat says he has sins yes yeah until today by the way they say this so this is not something of the past uh, not only in the court of Ma'moon this was discussed even today you will find Muslims from other schools of thought making the argument. unfortunately